What did you say, Santino? And we're recording now. <laughs> What did you just say? Oh my god, this is this is the worst intro we've ever done. Guys, please focus. Please. I mean me and Olivia are always the ones trying to get you two guys to focus and then I mean that is kind of true. Listen to every episode intro and then that is correction, you and Olivia always try to focus on while we're recording. What? Only while we're recording. To show the general public. What the hell? It's a propaganda. Well, we're bro, professional. Bro, bro, Let's call bro, that on professional. On the last episode where we had the, like, the most views on like, you know, the, the most views, I just like slayed that episode. Just like from the start. No you guys didn't have the most views. Me and Santino had the most views. Sorry. No. <laughs> Sorry. Just a fact. So, um, before we go into the content of our episode, which we will disclose later, we want to... Um, tell you guys that we are going to be um, uploading new kinds of reels yeah, from now new on. Content. They're going to be more fun, they're going to be more creative, and they're definitely going to be more goofy. And obvious, we obvious. also decided <laughs> to show our, our faces. faces. I mean, okay, so... Most of our listeners probably know us. To kind of tell you guys a behind yeah. story, we thought that not like showing our clo- like um, faces were important so that you guys can just focus on what we talk about. And that that was kind of our like whole concept. Yeah, but but uh, we thought we we would, would yeah fun. it would be f- more yeah. fun to like get rid of that. Yeah, and I feel like that way y'all. Oh, sorry. Did I just say y'all? Oh my oh god! Oh my god! That was so that was so southern of me. Sorry. Hey y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that you guys um kind of I guess felt closer to us. Yeah. Um, through more intimate because you guys faces. get to know us. I mean, now you guys can know how much of a beetroot color my hair is. <laughs> <laughs> brick, brick hair. Yeah. So, so that is kind of like our mini intro for this episode. And um, after the music, let's talk about the topic for today. Yeah. Yay. Okay, the theme for today is is Americanization and the disappearing Asian descent. Yeah, yeah. So which funny. I'm really which like feeling a lot. To be these honest, days. we're all four of us are kind of embodiments of. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I think especially topic. Olivia. No, but but that's because all four of us are planning on going to the U.S. Um, yeah. after graduating for college and probably maybe living there um for maybe the rest a of lifetime, our lives yeah. yeah so i feel like um we're pretty fit to be talking about this topic sure um yeah so let's start um how do you relate to this topic olivia well i actually do relate to it a lot because i did have um a bit of an identity crisis as a kid um for those of you who don't know i lived in the u.s for nine years um from ages two to four to seven to about 14 15 so yeah good chunk of my life and um it's only been like a year and a bit more since i've come to korea um and that's why i've always had that kind of identity crisis of whether i was korean or how i felt american but my passport said i'm korean and um my heritage um kind of 
losing the connection to language and relearning it through K-pop and things like that. So I do really have a lot to say about this topic. Um, personally, I can now say with pretty, I can now say pretty confidently that I feel Korean because I've learned to accept that part of myself. Um, even if I go to the U.S., even if maybe, maybe if I get a citizenship or whatever, I feel like <clears throat> I'd still feel Korean because that's my descent and my heritage and my um, citizen, I'm um, a citizen of South Korea at the moment. So um, I've come to uh, accept that as a part of myself. But when I was like a little kid, um, when I was like, I don't know, maybe 11, 12, uh, I did have a lot of trouble accepting this because um, at that point in life, I didn't really feel a connection to Korea because sure. I didn't remember that a yeah, lot of Yeah, of course, of you were, life, you were um, in the U.S. when the you US. were two, so yeah. yeah. So I didn't remember it that much, um, and I was starting to lose the language. I... Um, I think it's something that all bilingual people can relate to, but mm. I would forget Korean words and yeah. replace them for um, today. Yeah, English and you know the paper tissue. <laughs> yeah, uh, things like that. Um, yeah, I was, for example, Dana. I was like, no, yesterday, I think. No, it was today. It was today. Yeah. Oh my god, it was kind of embarrassing. Today in the morning. Yeah, I. You just like. Yeah, I I had to get a paper towel on the, the, on the arm in the middle like... of class, and I didn't remember how to say paper towel in Korean. Um, so I I should have like looked up. So I, I thought there was like a professional word for it, so I was just like, I like cutie, and you, you were like, that's <laughs> yeah. it. Because I was like in my mind, I was turning the translation. I was like paper towel, cute like, tongi uh, sugon, but it didn't <laughs> sound right at all. So I was like to Dana paper towel in Korean she told me and I um, <laughs> asked the teacher if I could go get a paper towel so yeah um but things like that happened way more often back then because um at that point um in like life it's a really spongy situation with your brain like um you get everything around you and you kind of like absorb everything so yeah. um I think I absorbed the language really fast but I also lost a lot of the Korean mm -hmm. um and that also had like a huge impact on how I felt because you know I spoke um like all my American friends um I like live like them but yet I was Korean um and I knew that I had to go back to Korea one day so that was kind of disconcerting for me I have more to say about this but I'm gonna end here <laughs> no it's okay <laughs> how about you Santino um about America Americanization um, I believe I, I will be the one, probably between the four of us, who is the most Korean. Grounded? Um, yeah. Yeah, sure, I think so too. Because, um, yeah, I've lived in Canada for like certain parts of my life, but always I, I identified as a Korean, and my lifestyle is always adjusted to Korean, Korean lifestyle. And although I can really fit into new cultures and other types of other types of uh, lifestyles such as when I went to Spain just for um, travel not, not for not for staying for long long periods of time my parents were having a lot of trouble not eating rice because they wasn't having really they wasn't having really a good time only eating bread and oh. wheat. Oh. 
you know. Not, I'm not kind of opposite kind of to me. Um, I oh, really. Yeah, I I don't really eat rice. I I only eat rice when I'm at school. When I go home, oh, I never seriously? eat rice. Yeah. Really? Wow. But that's I, the reason why I feel, like, I feel like I'm disappearing <laughs> in the set. I feel like um weed isn't too good for my stomach. I don't know if it's the problem with the gluten or whatever. Yeah, I know what happens yeah. to you when you eat um, gluten. If I eat too much like noodles or bread mm. or things like that, I'll. I I won't feel very good, so I tend to <laughs> go for rice more. Anyways, my parents are kind of like the Olivia Olivia type of yeah. people who cannot really process wheat, and they always always have to have rice in their meals. Like Koreans say, you always have to have rice in your meals. That's the yeah only, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't relate to that. I really don't relate to that. But I didn't have any problem adjusting to um wheat based. Um, meals, yeah. and I had no problem staying in Spain, and I can relate. I can really adjust to other cultures as well. But I, o- I will, and I, I am, and I will always identify as a Korean. Although I will, and hopefully, get a citizenship at the United States. And you know, we, us Korean men, have to serve in the military. Oh yeah, and, right. And I found that uh, there is certain. Uh, U.S. armies that um, foreign people can go. You know, I showed you as a joke sometimes. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. I don't I, remember. I messed up midterms. Oh. I said, oh, yeah, right. Was, you I did. I just go to the United States military. That will give me full scholarship. And West Point. <laughs> but it's still, not that easy. Yeah, mm, but of course. Still, but that's just as a joke, and I will probably serve at the Korean military and. Yeah, I really like Korean food. And thing about Americanization and um, I I don't know dissolving Asian traditional culture. Mm-hmm. I believe I don't think that that's much of an issue because I just think that it's part of a globalization. Right, it's pretty natural for all cultures. Yeah, not just Korea. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't wear like our traditional clothes all the time, and we we just don't. Um, you eat kimchi all the time. And well, we, I kind of do, but, <laughs> but not all the time. Yeah, yeah. As I get what you mean. As in ancient ancient Korea, we all, we sometimes eat um, I don't know American food like hamburgers and um, Italian food. I, I don't know because globalization gives us so many choices. I believe we're just making choices that are not um, our traditions, and it's not just disappearing of our culture so yeah I, I don't think this is much of an issue and this is just part of a globalization actually like speaking of like globalization and like dissipation i actually want to talk about music you know because music is actually what i uh is actually a portion of my life which i really love and i believe you guys all love music as well and the thing about modern music is that i find i find modern music to be either very tedious or very boring or to the point where it's like unbearable, like to the point where it's like not understandable in any way. <clears throat> so the first part about, you know, the former part about music being boring is because, you know, America, uh, some recent decades in America, the trend has been hip hop, right? And hip hop and like, you know, that funky beats and that, that very bass, bass centered type of music, right? And that has influenced many other nations in the, in the world to actually follow that trend especially in terms of, you know, hip-hop and, like, bass-boosted, those, like, simple, kind of, like, simple composed songs, simple composed short, like, 
dopamine inducing songs mm. and i believe like that has actually now uh reached its like rock bottom because it has started to give the music industry um less uh more of or of a vibrant color than it used to so in like the early 2000s or in the late 19 in the 1990s in korea usually like those like hip-hop influences were like something of a more vibrant culture like something newer something a very revolutionary innovative an innovative sound but nowadays you know anybody does hip-hop anybody just like can, can compose a beat like through some like free thought and they can just like slap on a rhythm and slap on some lyrics and that becomes music and that is basically um the very monotonous trend throughout all countries all songs and all nations so there was the so so the reason i like you know like second generation k-pop idols especially like idols such as like big bang or g dragon is because they have their like very own unique sound that nobody could duplicate although they took some references from hip-hop so they did not fully indulge in that reference so they be, so they did not fully you know morph into this mere copycat of that trend or that americanized culture but they reflected some right. of those points into and their also own genuine integrated originality. like korean yeah. music and things like that right, to right, make it unique right so that is the point where i feel like it has uh incurred a loss in the in like in the current status and music has become boring and not only music but like in art as well and kind of like art and uh basic genuine all other parts of you know culture as well um i think i can't oh no okay you go on is the only thing i'm concerned about globalization is as nathan said becoming i don't know too similar to each other and becoming too dull i mean if everyone is copying is this copying or copying or benchmarking others is music or cultures um so basically in most countries we all dress kind of the same like our ordinary t-shirts jeans we all wear this around the world and i believe the only concern i have is is becoming too similar i don't know becoming um is is the loss of our, our traditional inefficient should i say culture that we don't have to follow anymore because i mean um our t-shirts and jeans are most more comfortable than our traditional korean clothes right so i mean um yeah that that is true but there are well, some people mm-hmm. who tries to cons- um preserve our cultures and to as nathan said as big bang and other many people who try to um preserve our culture and i don't know improve it to modern standards so I don't think that's much of an issue as well. So, like, um, the reason why I actually... I was the one who proposed this topic. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I proposed it to you guys was because, like, Americanization and disappearing Asian descent. So, what Santino talked about are traditional, like, hanbok or things. I mean, yeah. it's actually kind of, like, weird to really wear it yeah. in our day-to-day yeah, life. So, the reason why I proposed this wasn't... What not wasn't talked to talk about like preserving the really ancient right. like korean traditions but, but kind of like the little bits in our life like so pop what i really like got inspired from mm-hmm. was um you guys remember when the president kind of said the word oh yeah, oh, yeah. 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 do you remember yeah. that it, uh, in oh, yeah. english and it means it means like a like a deep like apology, oh, right. apology. But, but it, it can be like it can also like mean as like a boring m- tedious apology. and boring like yeah. when you like 
but literally um, literally but um, a lot of because the younger younger generation generation, like koreans don't know what the korean well yeah yeah. korean that well they thought it was like a like an apology that wasn't that sincere yeah because it was a boring apology i I give a boring and tedious apology instead of because of that the so there was like an insane yeah because yeah because of that the seniors were like oh my god what has what what has happened happened to the younger generation of koreans and i i suddenly like was kind of shocked because you know our country is becoming a a lot like america i mean our fashion too our like music too as nathan as Mm -hmm. nathan has mentioned a lot of our culture yeah a lot of our cultures a lot of the words that we even use they're all like you know i I i'm sure that half of the words we use are from america yeah seriously like how like uh especially the international sector we use a lot of conglish yeah but even with my um 100 korean friends i'll mixed in words uh from english and it'll just be very natural it'll just make yeah. sense but in the in the seniors perspectives right they can't that really might seem like we're losing losing touch with the korean right. yeah identity but i feel like um while that is a very valid concern i feel like it's like we just said it's very natural for language it is change. natural yeah, yeah. Um, it is happening at a pretty rapid rate at this moment because of the rate of globalization. But I, yeah. But I do feel like um, it's per, it's like I said, it's natural for um, for change in language to happen, and we don't have to be like super obsessed with keeping all the ancient languages alive because no. um, I mean, of course. But I hope like the younger generation would study more Korean, yeah, though. Like, I that's, mean... That's not about culture and changing yeah, it's culture. About it's about knowledge. It's just about knowledge yeah. of the language. It's, it's about an appreciation of your own right. home knowledge and, and a home language, um, yeah. If I happen to have kids, um, even if I raise them in the U.S., I plan on keeping Korean traditions alive. I mean, me too. And teaching them the Korean language. Me and too. teaching them to love their heritage like I do because um, Korea is just a place really dear to my heart. It's my home. It's my home country. Um, it's my source of heritage. Um, everyone here looks like me and things like that. So, yeah, I feel like um, I hope the future generations will, um, even if culture changes, they'll keep, still keep that place in their heart that belongs to Korea. Yeah. So, like, the reason why I was concerned about this was actually because of me. Because mm-hmm. I... You kind of know me, right? Yeah. I'm not that... Yeah. Like, Dana kind of is, I'm not like that Korean, even though because, I've lived my whole life yeah, in Korea. It's also because you're kind of more interested in Korea and like um, global matters and yeah. In my major culture. is also oriented yeah. towards that, but also like since I was young, my mom al- always showed me ju- Elmo, not Pororo. Uh-huh. I hardly watched Pororo, really. I I watched Phineas and Ferb. I read the entire Geronimo series. I mean, I had a childhood like that yeah. in Korea. So that's the reason why I'm naturally more oriented towards U.S. culture. I don't know why. And also, I don't eat that much rice. I don't eat much kimchi either. And I don't really, like, like hanjik. Mm-hmm. I like well, I, I like bagels. I like uh like a uh, you know I like cross like mm-hmm. how do I croissants yeah, yeah croissants. because I, I learned French. <laughs> yeah, I, I on, on Instagram I was like croissant, <laughs> but, but we're like uh, okay we're not gonna say croissant we're just so, gonna say croissant. I mean Sorry, guys. I love bread so much so like um when I was taking the APs my dad actually brought me like a whole package of bread and peanut butter so that I could like relieve my stress with it. 
Oh my god. I, I so I, I I really don't know how I will like keep track but with my. Like, I feel like um because you are oriented towards American culture and because you're familiar with it doesn't mean that you're losing necessarily. I mean I'm not losing it, and I definitely Korea yeah. feels. Like, my home, because I always, you know how much I love, yeah. like, going around Seoul and myself and um, always kind of, like, walking around the city on my lonesome, because I love alone time. But, I mean, that shows that I, my home is clearly South Korea, but, you know, the cultural orientation that I have, yeah, I, I feel don't like know. Like, if I go to the U.S., I mean, I don't know, even know how to make kimchi. I don't even know how to make Asian food. I, so. I don't know how to make kimchi either, but I feel like that's natural for most people in our generation. So, if, I, yeah, I mean, that so that's the problem too. Process, so I, I, I don't even know that too. I think, I think I would learn. I think that's so a, like a little a, bit of a problem like a too. Genuine, I mean, I'm like a genuine native. I'm like a genuine native Korean. Me too. I'm a native Korean. Bro, but I, I didn't live abroad. Like, you know. Me too. I never lived abroad. I, I only lived in Korea. So I'm actually fascinated with myself. And you like bread and more? Yeah. Than rice? Yeah. <laughs> you can live without rice? Yeah, of course. Bro. Once I go home, I never eat then, rice. Then, then you're a spe- very special case between Koreans because... Yeah. Uh, I've never seen anyone I mean, like Yeah, that. me too. I, mean, I don't get I it. Don't, I, don't watch Finnish and I don't get I, what's wrong with me. And I, I, I read Geronimo and, and other stuff and... Um, I got exposed very much to American culture as a kid as well. Yeah, so I, watched, I. You know, I watched Sesame Street and I I'm watched Teen Titans Korean. Go. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think anyone here knows that because it's like um, uh, a show from when I was in like elementary <laughs> school. But yeah, it's fun. Anyways, I mean, go on. I mean, once I went to uh, went to elementary school, I knew how much I was behind. In Korean, in Korean culture. culture, because my mom always um, only allowed me to listen to classic music when I was young. <laughs> so when I went to elementary school, like my friends were singing a song from uh, a, a girl K-pop, group twice, yeah. and oh I didn't know it. So my friends were like, "You don't know this song," and I was like, "Yeah, what is it?" Oh my god! And then that is how I got into hey, K-pop. Maybe, maybe your um, like your inclination towards American culture is. I feel like very much um, composed because of your childhood. Of yeah. Your mom kind of diverting Korean pop culture away from you and like kind of exposing you to American culture, I think, maybe, perhaps. I don't so, know. That's, that's not, why. There's nothing necessarily wrong with you. It's just that's different. why, because um, I'm l- pr- planning on like living in the US, or maybe mm-hmm. I can come into Korea. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen in the so, future. But So, Dana, you're planning to get a citizenship later? Yeah, because I um for now want to be a like a college professor, right. and then if I become if I get tenure, then I would oh naturally get a citizenship. Yeah. If my so. professor, if my college professor Let's is Dana, Dana I, I will kill myself. <laughs> no. Why you guys are being so so mean? I mean, I'm not that no, no, no. no harsh. I think she'd be easy on her students. Like she she she. I would be easy, easy on, on my her. yeah. She isn't easy on her like friends necessarily, but because I'm students. Bro, what is what is uh English for Chugyu? Oh, a TA, teaching assistant. Oh yeah, the TA. Oh yeah, I can. Be, <laughs> the TA is gonna be. Oh my god. Bombarded with. Okay, let's go, let's come back to the let's line. come back to the issue. So, yeah. one more thing, I was kind of shocked with. I don't know the Korean singer Kim Gwang Sok. No, I don't I know, know Kim Gwang Sok. I don't Kim know Gwang-sok. Kim Gwang Sok. He's one of my favorite artists. He's from like the eighties, but that's pretty natural too. I know that. 
um, a lot of people our age don't know Kim Gong Sok and like Imu Zan, people like that because yeah, he's, yeah, he's I, I only got to know Kim, Kim Gong Sok last year because of our classmate because he loved listening to that singer. I'm sure there are Bro, American people OG. who don't know. Like, so, I mean, John Denver. And there will like definitely that. be times when I miss Asian culture in the U.S. Right. And there, there are definitely going to be times when I want to eat like um, kimchi yeah. and like kimchi fried rice. I don't even know how to do kimchi fried rice. I don't. This is I, a big, big know. problem for me. Yeah, you have a really big problem. <laughs> <laughs> no, but can't you not just like intuitively tell how to do it? Yeah, I don't. But do you know how to make bread? No. Yeah. So, I know how to make bread, though. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Okay, there's a problem here. <laughs> step back, step back. So, the, so that is why I'm kind of like worried about myself because I don't want to lose touch with my culture. Okay. I want to eat Korean food when I go to the U.S. on learn, my own learn. because I'm going to live on my also, own. Also, I feel like I plan to bring this up anyways, but. There, we also have this wonderful, wonderful thing called YouTube now. Where <laughs> you look up Academy Kimchi Easy Tutorial. So and actually, I'm really planning. I'm really planning on learning how to make Korean food during this summer. Yeah, same. Summer because, break or after I yeah, graduate from high school, we, and then I had this gap year. Yeah, once I go to we college. live alone in the U.S., it's gonna be all man for himself, and we're gonna learn how to learn how to make Korean food, and um, you know. Uh, could make our own food, whether or not it's Korean or other cuisines. So I feel like this is a good um, movement to kind of be aware that we can't do anything on ourselves. <laughs> um, and we're kind of like waddling pe- penguins. I don't know where oh that penguins came from. But. Yeah, and actually, um, it might sound a li- little bit harsh, but if you go to the USA, I I will I definitely guarantee you that you will find um the. The American culture is not your culture as well. Because, yeah, I'm, um, I'm kind of afraid of that too. Yeah, but and while you're living in America and sometimes going back, coming back to Korea, you will find your identity. And um, I mean, in our um, current state of globalization, <laughs> people like you are, yeah. there are so many people like you, like yeah, um, I th- half I think Korean, so. half American. So I think you, you'll find yeah, your identity. Yeah, you'll be fine. We'll be fine. We'll huh. be fine. Yeah. I think I'm weird. Nah. I'm a weird person. No, we're... Yeah. Lived my whole life in Korea, and I why am I... I agree with you. Why am I so detached to the culture? I mean, K-pop is kind of like the only thing that keeps me grounded. And also, I'm watching this, like, K-drama called 2521 these days. Yeah, and... Yeah, and this is, like, the first person. K-drama that I've watched in ages. But, it, but because it's I so all, good, Because right? I only watch, like... U.S. series. Yeah, but it's so good, right? It's so good. Yeah. Okay. I'm falling in love with it. <laughs> okay, that's it for our episode today. Hope you enjoyed listening to yeah, it. I think I think this is a like, fairly fun <laughs> yeah. episode. And yeah. we'll hit you with the next one next week. See y'all then. See you then. Bye. Bye.